This is the Wow Show, and I'm your host, China Myers, and I am your co-host, Dr. Pharrell Williams. I filled my heart up, sitting on top, winning, but that ain't winning. I've chased all the good stuff, all the bad stuff, stuff the world calls living, but that ain't living. Hey, don't really matter what I do. Hey, don't mean nothing without you. Apostle Gideon Daniel was born and raised in Nigeria, Africa, as pastor's son, and has been preaching since he was eight years old. His incredible, unwavering faith and the call from God has led him all over the world, turning ordinary women into ministers. Pastor Daniel is so passionate about the job God has given him, so much so that he has started an online company called Kingdom Woman in Ministry. Gospel International. Apostle Gideon Daniel says there is a war on Christianity, and women are leading God's new army in Jesus' name. Great glorious day! I am here with Apostle Gideon Daniel. I also have my sidekick, co-host Dr. V. I am so glad you guys are here. Thank you for coming. Where are you from? I am from Nigeria and a citizen of Nigeria. And at the moment, I base in Abuja, the nation's capital of Nigeria. Wow, that's great! So, tell the people who are listening today, who is Apostle Gideon Daniel? Who is he? Wow, <laughs> this is a very big question, and it's very important for me to say precisely who Apostle Gideon Daniel is. And I know, even though we have a limited time, but I'm going to say it in summary of who Apostle Gideon Daniel is. Apostle Gideon Daniel is a passionate gospel social media evangelist, a soul winner, a kingdom-minded person that is driven. For the love of the church, he has been moving in this call of God to touch souls around the world, to make things happen for the kingdom of God. He is seeing himself as a servant of the kingdom. He is not seeing himself as a man that owns his life alone. He is seeing himself. A yielding vessel that is out to fulfill the divine mandate of Christ on earth, and this is who Apostle Gideon Daniel is. 
He is a total believer, sold out for the gospel of the kingdom of God. And I'm blessed that I've been serving God, you know, for the past 20-something years. And God is doing marvelously well by directing me and leading me to all that is necessary for his work. Thank you so much. Wow. You just yes. took my breath away. Unbelievable. How yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, if everybody thought like you, what a world this would be. But man. man, oh man. Tell me about your work that you do with Women Ministries online and that platform. Tell me about that. The Kingdom Women in Ministry that is known as Women Ministers Online Platform because when the vision came in the 30th of 2020, it was bearing the name Women Ministers Online Platform. But after our incorporation and necessary paperwork for us to have an identity, the Lord said, look, this is this assignment is about my kingdom. And, you know, even the Bible says we should seek as the kingdom of God and his righteousness. That is what we are obligated to do as the first thing. And so I had to push forward the name Kingdom Women in Ministry Gospel International. And so under this umbrella, we now have an arm which is called Women Ministers Online Platform. And so this Kingdom Women in Ministry Gospel International is out to to raise more armies the assignment the strategic instructions to me is to raise more women i am not the god i am not the alpha and the omega but you know in this 21st century that we are it's very important to encourage people who have been chosen by god who have been called to fulfill a mandate of the kingdom and so women have been neglected and let me use the word neglected or underrated you know, in some circumstances that look, they are not even called to do the work of the Father. And so this very vision for the Women Ministers Online platform is better towards the love, for the, uh, the love for the work of God and the love for the church to multiply. Because God is interested in multiplication, just as even the devil is, also in, is, is, is actually interested in multiplication. God cares about numbers. And so the Bible says in Mark 16, verse 15, it says we should go here into the world and preach the gospel. And so the Lord is not, God did not limit the assignment to just men alone. Remember the first apostles, I will say, the first apostles are the women, you know, who encounter, you know, Jesus who has risen, you know, who has left the tomb. And women are the force, you know, women are the right force that we do a lot for the kingdom of God. And so this assignment is, you know, came as a result of me mandated to support women. I have been in ministry for a very long time, since when I was at the age of eight. I, I, wow. I, I. I go with my daddy to villages, rural areas to plant churches, to evangelize Christ to people. And so I've been, because my dad is a priest, and so even serving till date, you know, working for the kingdom of God. And so he has put me in the line and in the shape that I needed to continue with this work of the kingdom. And so when God, you know, uh, you know, spoke to me about, look, now, my son, I want you to support women in ministry. I find it very difficult because it's, it's going to be a Why do you say that? 
I find it very difficult because I'm a man. I don't have right. ordinarily. I have no business to be doing with the women ministry because I'm a man. And so, how can you just call me to just、um, leave whatever I'm doing and focus on just supporting women in ministry? And it was a very big challenging situation、yeah. for me. It was, and I, I I refused. Let me use the word. I refused. You know, and you know,、uh, it wasn't. Sometimes we don't always listen, right? Yes, it, yeah, it is, and I refuse, and it because it wasn't clear to me. And you know, one thing with God is, God can tell you to do this, but He may not give you a clarity at the moment, you know. But He just wants you to obey first, just like the Bible said, obedience is better than sacrifice. So we need to obey God, whether we understand it or we don't understand it. What it matters is for us to obey, to trust what He said to us.、That's、you、right. know, so in that situation, I really struggle a lot. I struggle a lot, but over time, God had to teach me. God has to make me to fall in love with women ministry first, right? Because right. anything you don't have love for it, or you don't have passion, you don't have motivation for it, you are going to be unproductive. And, and so you need I need that to go forward, right? Yes, I need that to go forward. And God had to teach me to love the woman ministry. He、right. teach me to love the woman ministry. He make me to understand how strategic women. Uh, roles were in the success of the ministry of Jesus Christ, and he said, "Look, I have chosen a lot of women today that they are still afraid of the persecution. They are still in their cocoons. You know, they are still in their cocoons of hiding. Then I have given them so much. You know, sometimes it's very difficult for us to realize what we carry, but once we we make a step." You know, we'll begin to realize that. Look, I I never knew I was wired with this. How come?、Yeah. Yeah. So all is important. It's, it's important for us to make a step. And so there are a lot of women that God has called, God has chosen, God has given them so much grace that they are still in hiding at this moment. That we need to go hunting for these women. It's not about just we have to hunt for them.、Mm-hmm. We have to hunt、mm-hmm. for them, just like we need to hunt for souls, the、right. lost souls. And、I、bring、agree. them to Christ, because、yeah. the devil is also hunting for us. Whether we whether we like it or not, the devil is hunting for us. You know, yes. to draw、yes. us, because the Bible says is、wow. a roaring lion seeking for souls to devour. So whether whether you are good in in good condition or you're in bad condition, Satan is always against us. He is our common enemy anyway. And、yes. so God has released this as an instruction for me. Say,、so、look, there are many people who have. Poured out so much on them, just like the Bible said.、Uh, the Bible says he's going to pour out his spirit, his spirit upon all flesh. It doesn't matter whether you are a woman or you are a man. And so he said, "Go, son, begin to move from place to place." So many of them, they need to hear you speak to them. And so I begin with one person. To be honest with you,、uh, I'm saying everything summary because it's, it's a long story and trying to make it, you know, very short. So I begin with one person. It was very challenging for me to convince a lot of women. It, it was very challenging for me. In fact, I had to approach some women. They even talked down on me. Say, "Look, you, a woman, you're coming. What, what, what does a man has to do with women ministry? You know,、yeah. it sounds so discouraging. But you know, I had to persevere because I know this is what God wants me to do. And Now, so, I'm going to ask you a question. Hold on a second. What is the difference between a man's ministry and a woman's ministry? Can you tell、mm-hmm. me that? Is there a difference? 
for me, there is no difference because in the spirit realm, gender is not something to talk about because or I've never heard about the Bible saying there is a woman spirit or there's a man spirit. Okay, but being a woman, I think my ministry would be more mothering. Am I wrong about that? Nurturing, mothering. More nurturing. Well, you know, well, I would say strategically, women are very loud in ministry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Women are very loud in ministry. Mm -hmm. And ask me why. A, a man cannot succeed without the support of a woman. God, mm -hmm. God has positioned it that way. Mm -hmm. You know? Okay. Not saying that a woman is a help beat to a man. It's not just based on the aspect of marriage alone. Mm -hmm. It covers everything. And that is why take a woman out of every man's ministry, they are not going to succeed. Right. I, I agree with that. I never thought about it, but you're right. Yeah. And yes. I want to jump in really quick, Apostle Daniel. You know, in all of my experience, I've been saved since a little girl. In all of my experience of different levels of ministry, you know, I'm so glad we're having this conversation because women, I don't know where that come from, where women are to get pregnant and not be in a pulpit. I don't know where that come from with, with men, but I know as we let you speak more about it, but women have been the first defense in prayer in the church. They have been the first defense in the birthing of strategic plans and different things that men needed as a helpmate. You see so many women outnumber the men in the church and then this calling. And it is so much needed because there are so many women still in hiding. And I was so excited today because I just got ordained as a minister of God. I just got ordained. 25 years ago, Apostle, I was afraid because of, you know, all the things. We couldn't wear lipstick. We couldn't, had to dress a certain way. There was so many restrictions on us that, that, that just tried to limit every move of God. So this is so exciting with you doing this, this wonderful move because whether men, most men, whether they know it or not, this move is going to be the force of God because it's his plan. Yeah. And we got people like you, Trailblazer, who are rising up to the occasion. I'm so honored to meet you. Hey, amen. Amen. I amen. Yeah. Amen. And to add a little to what you said, I just want to use this time to congratulate you. Um, first and yeah. foremost, for you accepting the call of God, you have chosen something it's not about just God forcing it in you. Your acceptance has a lot, you know, has a lot of shock against the kingdom of the devil. For every soldier that God we we that God recruits into the assignment, you know, as others are going, God is betting others. And so you are going to create a shock. You're already a shocker in the kingdom of the devil. And so from today, just know that they're afraid of you and uh, because you are to win souls for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. And so this assignment is, is very strategic for me in particular to raise because I have not said something much here yet. The main, the main target that I'm looking for by God's enabling grace over my life is to raise over 200 million women soldiers. And I, I, started, I started with one person. I started with just with one person because the vision was better in 2020, my 30th. 
and gradually today we are you know we are more than a thousand you know we are more than a thousand now and so we keep counting as long as there is life in me this is what i'm sold out i just want to see more women fulfilling their purpose fulfilling their mandate fulfilling their calling and nobody can discriminate over them to succeed because as persecutors are rising so encourage us people like us encourage us are rising as well to stop every force wow how yeah unbelievable wow. you are definitely a man of god and and okay. guess what i don't say that about too many people because we're all human and we all make mistakes and we all fall but i can hear the passion and god's yeah. grace in you i can hear it mm -hmm. I can, yeah it is alive and there's well, an error on this face too there's a i mean you we can see it i could feel the anointing from just this yeah. us just talking and see your face i'm yeah. so excited Papa. you're the real deal what was the day like when you realized you believed in god what was that day like is the most amazing day of my life. I always say giving your life to Christ. Giving my life to Christ was the most amazing day for me. It's like entering into a new endless chapter of great things. Entering into another new chapter of great things. It's, it's an endless one. Accepting Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior is all that we need. And it is all that I need. And it was a very beautiful experience. I can never forget that day, you know, confessing my sins to God and telling God I'm sorry. Before I was of the world, but now I am a new creation. I want to serve you for the rest of my days. It's a very beautiful experience that I behold and I cherish till I die. And I made, uh, you know, a pledge to God. I said, look, this gift that I have for eternal life that you have given to me, of which I am part of the new covenant that Jesus has established, I'm going to stick with it, no matter what the enemy is saying, because the devil is always against us. The enemy wants us to fail. I tell people the devil is interested in our soul. The devil is interested in soul, and that is why God also is interested in soul. And that is why uh, the Bible says, he that wins a soul is wife. And what is the heartbeat of God? Is when you and I brought a soul, win a soul, into the kingdom of God. That is the heartbeat of God. And what God says, that is his heartbeat. It's what I love doing. And that is why I'm living to today. I tell God, I said, look, the day I made anything, I made any declaration to go astray to say, I will not win souls for you again. Please take my life. I'm, I, I'm not worth living because what I am worth living, it is for you and to win souls for you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to let you take it away, Dr. V. Go for it. Because I, I, I'm i speechless right now. Seriously. Mm -hmm. So so that's leading to the next one. What does it mean to have faith for someone like you? What does it mean to have faith for someone like you? From my practical experience of life, I know what faith, uh, I know what faith has helped me to actualize. It is impossible to please God if you don't have faith. It is impossible. Even the God that we serve, we are serving him through faith. We are submitting to him through faith. No one has seen God. I have never seen God. I don't know if you have seen God. And so 
even our prayers, even while we pray, it is act of faith that is going to be done to believe that it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, and having hope that we rest on the right thing because God is, God is a perfect person. And so faith has really helped me a lot. And that is why I encourage people not to deviate from faith, not never to deviate from faith. Because from my journey of life, I know how people has rejected me, how people have molested me, how people, how people have bullied me. Look, I'm one of these um, testifiers to the fact that this guy cannot be anything in this life. Even while I was in my college, we call it secondary school here in Nigeria. I'm, I'm a kind of a laughing stock that when I'm in a class, people do not believe anything can come out of me. It's just like the Bible saying, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Come on, you know, come on. Can anything come out of Nazareth? But here we are, Jesus came all the way from Nazareth and he, he is the savior of the world. And so some of the things we underestimate, the people we look down upon, we have no idea the oil of God over their life. We have no idea the ordination, the consecration of God. I'm not talking about the man-made consecration. There are consecration that God has consecrated you, just like the book of Jeremiah said, before you were formed, you were new. Before you, you, you appear into this world, God knew who you are. And so there are things that God has wired for us spiritually, mm. even before we came into the, remember we are all spirit. Forget yes. about the, for, forget about the flesh we are carrying. We are all spirit, yes. you know? And so the day you die, you leave this world, it is your spirit that is going back to your creator. And so what am I saying? I, I have suffered and come to a point, I need to exercise faith and say, Father, in my whole life today, I submit myself to you. I will need faith to succeed. I will need faith to survive. I will need faith to excel. And that is how I pick it up. And everything in yeah. my life, I do yeah. it with a motivation of faith. Faith is also a motivation. Faith yes. is a motivation. Yeah. In yeah. spite yes, of every circumstances, you feel that you cannot do it. The faith that you have deposited in Christ Jesus is going to enable you. It's the right key that you need to succeed with hard work. You know, even the Bible says faith without work is dead. And so you yeah. need faith and you also need work at the same time. And so faith has really helped me. From my own um, practical experience, I will tell anybody that never you give up. Never yeah. you give Never say you cannot achieve this. Put your heart yeah. to it. Put your mind to it. Put the works of your hands to it. And you will see how God is going to turn it around for your good. Ooh, Pastor. So, oh my, and you know, China, I know you can relate to this too. He carries that cross. Yeah. He's carried a cross. It sounds like our journey has been the same thing. You know, when I... Oh my God, you mentioned the journey when God called me in the ministry. You know, you got people like, oh, I never would have thought that. You know, oh, how did that happen? And and all of that laughing stock of in school, like, you know, like growing up, nobody ever thought to the place where God has taken me or you or China, you yeah. know, because God is so amazing. He's so strategic in his plan and if we just align ourselves up 
with the passion that I see just come, it's exuding from you. And oh, we man. just align ourselves up. God, I mean, every, the kingdom shall follow. And I yeah. decree and I declare that on you right now, Apostle. The kingdom will follow in abundance in the name Amen. of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And you know, this question talks about when you became, it says, when did you become a pastor and how did all that work for you? You know, I think you said you were eight years old when you were, yeah. So look at the journey. Look at you now where you are. You know, it's just like, you don't even have to talk it. You're walking it. You're demonstrating. Mm -hmm. You're demonstrating God's glory. And yeah. so I, I feel like I'm about to jump out of my seat just sitting here talking to him, yeah. China. I want to pass around the money tray. I, I mean, yes. seriously, I feel like I'm at church. You know why? Because the words you were speaking were very renewing to me. You know, sometimes you need to hear that. You know, mm-hmm. you need to hear those words you were speaking so that you can be renewed. It's not that you lose faith. It's not that you stop believing. But you need people like you to, to refresh that inside our soul, right? To keep us going in the right direction. So thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. I do. Thank I you. And it. I know you're empowering so many people. I, I, I could just imagine. When did you get to be a pastor and how did, how did that all work for you? Okay. Like I've said earlier, the work of God is something that is already in me. I was born in the household of faith. My dad is a pastor. And I will not say when did you become a pastor. If I would have appreciated when did you start working for God officially. And so remember, every one of us has been given an assignment to depopulate hell. Whether you're a pastor or an evangelist or a bishop or whatever title you carry, Mm-hmm. to your name every one of us is entitled to depopulate hell for mm-hmm. jesus mm-hmm. so i won't say I this is the time i become a pastor then i start doing the work of god i've been doing the work of god right from the age of eight i follow my dad we go to bush you know bushes rural areas mm-hmm. villages we mm-hmm. spend night in the bush talking to people about christ I was in Ethiopia this week. I, I was in Ethiopia in January last month. And uh, a lot of people were expecting me to go to places that are very strategic, good places, nice places, good platforms. No, I was moving to rural areas. Yeah. Rural areas. And As they can be dangerous sometimes, is what you're saying? Of, of course. I'm mm-hmm. going to send you some, of, some, some personal pictures. You know, you okay. will see the road that we are going, see what we are eating. Look, we have a lot of work to do, just like the Bible have made us to understand in the book of Matthew, where it says that the, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. You know, where it talks about the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Yeah. I know. So there's so much work for us to do. Remember the Bible said we should go to the, the gospel needs to reach to the uttermost parts of the earth. Look, some people think the gospel have circulated around. It's a lie. It's a big lie. The gospel have not penetrated to many places. 
Mm -hmm. I am the living testimony of this. And sometimes for us to get the work of God moving, we have to step out from our comfort zone. Right. And that is why I appreciate the woman of God. She came all the way from U.S. And together, the both of us, we did the work in Ethiopia. She left. Her, she's a big time nurse in the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she left her job and she came down to Ethiopia and we met together. Our interest was to depopulate her. Nothing more to work for the sake of the kingdom of God. And so what am I saying? I accepted the call of God right from the age of eight. Because yeah. for me to be doing what I'm doing, it means I have accepted the work of God. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not about you being a pastor or you being an evangelist or you being a prophet or whatever office you occupy. So it is, it is strategic that we need to do the work of the kingdom. Wherever we, that is why wherever I find myself, I take it as an opportunity to evangelize Christ. I don't miss my bullet. I don't yeah. miss my bullet. Yeah. Once I come in contact with you, let's talk about Christ. Let's talk about how we can better the kingdom of God. You know, yeah. let's let's talk about yeah. how we can encourage each other. Let's how how we can leverage on each other and work for one kingdom because we have one kingdom. We don't have two kingdoms. It is only yeah. the kingdom of God and possibly the kingdom of the devil, which is on the negative side. Mm -hmm. You know, so hey, hey, I accepted hey, hey. to do this work of the kingdom from the age of eight. And wow. as God may have it till date, I am still in the vineyard of service mm -hmm. until I die. I remain yeah. in the vineyard of service, vineyard of service. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Hello, everyone. Before we get back to the inspirational wow show, I want to take a moment and talk about China Myers's best-selling gripping heartfelt book titled a letter to God. You can find this true life story on Amazon. Now back to the wow show. Now, Apostle, stay right there because you're on it. I mean, you have given such a mouthful. The question that's next, you are so thorough. I, I want to say this. The next question is, why help women become ministers? Now, here's the thing. This is a, an ordained moment right here. You met China and myself. And mm -hmm. whether you know this or not, even being called into the ministry, this is so refreshing to me because I, you don't hear too many men talk about where you are and what you're talking about with the women. It's a silent cry that we still have. Mm -hmm. And it's still there. It's still there on some platforms too, Apostle. It's still there. So I'm. you have met us. This is an ordained moment. We're going to stay connected and I just can't wait to hear more about the women that are coming in and how we can stay connected. So that's yeah. the next question. Why help women become ministers? It sounds like this was a strategic call from God for you. Women have been chosen. They have been given the authority, just as men have the authority to preach the gospel. You see, the coming of Christ has ushered everything into a new covenant. Has ushered everything into a new covenant. And that is why the Bible said, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. On. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The yeah. Bible is not talking about man or a woman. All flesh. All flesh. And that is why in this very dispensation that we are, God is going to raise people extraordinary. 
it doesn't need with sometimes it doesn't need the endorsement of men mm -mm. holy spirit also teach people the bible yep not the bible colleges or bible theological schools or seminaries the holy spirit also does the homework yes, teach a lot of women you know for this very two years that i've been into the women ministry and women cycle particularly i've heard a lot i've I heard a lot and that is why i'm beginning i'm you know i'm getting more stronger conviction day by day day by day that you're Luke, finding out what, why god called you to this now right yes 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 because i am not out despite what i hear despite what i have been told i am not out to take advantage of any woman's emotions mm -hmm. i am not out to make a woman feel that she's less of a woman that or she's less that god cannot use her i believe in my eyes the way god plays the value of a man and a woman is the same nothing changes i used to tell people if god sorry if a woman can bet jesus a woman can preach jesus Woo. amen come Woo. on yeah, and and you know, Johnny, he, he didn't went right into the question. It was asking, "Hey, what is your understanding of what God wants from you?" And you're you're making it clear. You're making, making it, clear, it clear, Apostle. Yeah, women have to take their strategic role, position. Women are also strategic. They are not supporters. A lot of men have relegated women to mere supporters of ministry. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. no. If nobody's talking about it and nobody's faulting it, I'm faulting it. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. You're telling people what a lot of people didn't know. So continue. Yeah. Women have been called as supporters. That's the old way. Yeah, I didn't know that. Support our helpmates. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people have given it that light that women are mere supporters of ministry. Women are also strategic players in ministry, in kingdom assignments. And it. even the devil knows that if women can come in unity, if women can forget petty things, jealousy, hatred, you know, these are things that are common with women yeah. that people, jealousy, competition, and, yes. you know, be materialistic, taking petty things so serious in details. You know, if women can keep those things aside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and come as a team the yeah. devil will know that his time is up mm -hmm. i am telling you the gospel truth if women will launch out with their population you know women has the highest population in the world i always i say it boldly mm -hmm. they has women have the highest population in the world mm -hmm. <laughs> if they can come to team up in their population strategically possibly god will have a rethink i say okay i think it's time for me to blow the trumpet we can because be legion, right? Yes. So yeah. women are forced. When a woman puts her mind into something, oh, even yeah. the devil knows that it has come to an end. Yeah. And so women need to be encouraged. Women need to be supported. Women need to be prayed for. They need to continue the good work that God has given to them. Mm -hmm. And for women, ministers, that have been called, they are still contemplating whether to do it or not. We need to hunt for them, look for such women, and encourage them. Stand by them. Let them fulfill their destiny. You remember, at the end of the day, you will be asked by the Almighty. 
the talent I gave to you, what did you do with it? The assignment yeah. I gave to you, what did you do with it? Everybody yeah. can say, oh, I, after I leave this world, I want to go, I want, I, I want to have a very better internal life. I want to have a reward to be given to me. Which work did you do that you want a reward? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else did you do work, for that? Which work yeah. did you do? Remember, everybody will be rewarded. It's not just mm-hmm. pastors that will be rewarded. No. Even the least person, the least believer, if there's any word like that, mm-hmm. will also be rewarded. And so we are talking about reward, reward, reward. Our investment is now. What are we using our resources? What are we using our time? What are we using our life to do for the sake of the gospel? Uh-huh. I just gave you an instance of a woman who left the United States. We met together. You know, we organized a program. We met in Ethiopia. And look at how we are going from bush to bush to preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. Tell me, such women, her reward cannot yeah. be quantified. And so, women are the last army. I still mm-hmm. say it without apology to the devil or to anybody. Women are the last army. They are the real army left to do the finished work. Look at what is happening around the world. Look at how God is raising women. Look how God is raising women strategically. And to some extent, I will tell you, men have, I will not say men have not done much, but men are also failing in some areas. They are feeling that they are the only people chosen for this work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's a mistake. That that's is a, a mistake. Mis- not not a- realizing that everybody, all hands must be on deck for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. All hearts must be on deck, and we oh, need to okay. support women. God right. has given you, a lot of women a calling, so we need you're to. You're not doing them. anything different. You're just adding women to the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. so, I think, like you said, this has been going on for years, but you're putting your feet forward to change that. Yeah. God bless He's you. He's putting the that. force in it. That's needed. Yeah, I'm humble. Yep. I'm humble. You said you changed w- some women, over a thousand women, into ministers. Where were those women from? Okay, we have our membership base cut across different nations of the world. I think so far uh, we have women. Our membership base is cut across 40, 40 plus country, like forty something countries so far, and I know. U.S. are on the front line, you know, to the glory of God. Before it was Nigeria that we have our strong base. But now the women from the United States, oh, my God, oh, my God. They have taken the lead of everything, you know. And I'm uh, going to be I'm going to be hitting you up, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and by the grace of God, we are having our first world world conference next year is going to take place in nigeria we are working towards it and we have women ministers and those who love the work of god you know we our target is not just the existing ministers alone who have been called by god we are also trying to encourage those who are having the sense of the sense of calling that god is calling them to also pick up the mantle and run and begin to you know put it into use and so god has helped us we have women from south africa we have women from Kenya, we have women from Zimbabwe, 
we have women from Zambia, we have women from, you know, United Kingdom, we have women from Dubai, we have women from Namibia, we have women from Canada, we have women from Republic of Ireland, we have women from Sweden, wow. we have women from, oh my gosh, they are numerous. Uh, Zambia, we have women from uh, Uganda, mm -hmm. we have women from Botswana, we have women from Mali, mm -hmm. we have women from the yeah, numerous. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you stated a whole bunch of them. I have a question for you. Do you think that the enemy is winning? Because there's so much wickedness in the world and there's so much destruction. I mean, just look at the Ukraine war that's going on. Do, do you think that that the enemy is winning? I will say, I'll answer your question in two ways. Because number one, this world, this, this very particular world is not our place for sense. It's not our place because the word, the why I say it's not our place is because we are not free from evil. It is going to be our place if there is no evil. So we are in a world where we already know it's not going to be free. We won't use the word that whether they are winning or not, but we know that God loves us. And we are always praying. He is always preserving us. Mm -hmm. And the same time, Amen. the world that we are, it is still a trying place for us to prove where we belong. It is a school for us that determines our graduation, whether we pass or not. Remember, if you don't have Christ, you know where you are going. Mm -hmm. So it's a school. And so in that school, which is the world, we are not free from the agent of the devil. We are not free from the persecution of the world. So mm -hmm. this school that is called world for us is a mandatory class that everybody needs to attend. Mm -hmm. But God has given us an assurance that we should continue to seek him. Yeah. Even while we are in the world with all the persecution, he said we should be seeking him. Mm -hmm. And that is why the Bible says we should watch and pray. If you are in this world, you should know that trouble is inevitable. Right. Even if you don't look for someone's trouble, somebody will be looking for your own trouble. Mm -hmm. When you don't fight against somebody or you don't work against somebody, but somebody will be working against you. It doesn't mean that they are winning. They are not winning anything. We are looking at it from the face that this is a school for us. Mm -hmm. A compulsory school that every soul needs to attend to graduate. So your graduation is after life. Judgment, Judgment day, day, right? So when you die, you have graduated. You wait for your result. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to add in there too, China, you know, um, for all the believers out there, you know, God said if we would align with him and follow him, mm -hmm. carry the cross that 
we will we will succeed with him. He talks about rumors and war, rumors of war. He talks about how children will turn against their parents, how people will be lovers of themselves. And you know, if we look through the natural eye, it will win. You will think like there is no way you can get out of this. But my prayer has been, Lord, help the believers, help us all to be able to see through your lenses and to yes. know that you are God and you're God alone. You're the creator. Just as God had thrown, Satan was a worshiper up in heaven and yes. he tried to take over. So God had to get rid of him. So we are fighting against forces, good and bad. Mm -hmm. And as long as we are aligned with God, he says, fear not. For I am God. And exactly. when we ask that question, I, I am radical and crazy mm -hmm. enough to believe anyway that that question, we will always win with Christ. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yes. Yes. Remember, the Bible have told us that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, mm -hmm. but against principalities and powers. Yes. And that is why as a child of God, never joke with your prayer life that's right destinies are changed at night things are transformed in the spirit against us and we have to be acquainted with prayer to succeed it is only when you align yourself with christ that you will navigate this world mm. repeat that repeat that say that again it is when you align yourself with Christ that you will be able to navigate this world to succeed. Can I tell you something? I don't do this show for believers. I do this show for non-believers. Does that make sense to That's, you? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I do it. I'm not doing it for Christians. I'm not doing it for believers. I'm doing it for the non-believers because i hope one day they yes. will say wow that pastor daniels really touched me and i am reformed Amen. i'm a god believer now so this is what i want so tell me something else you said your father was a pastor you grew up in the church, eight years old, you went out into the bush, you, you're saving people, you're changing people. Why every day? Why? Why? Don't you get tired? It's a call, uh, like I've said earlier, that if you are, there's a, there's a certain stage in your life that you come to a point to realize that you don't own your life. You allow the creator who created you to do with you what he pleases. However, it boils down to choice. You also need to accept it. Amen. Yeah. Right. Your mm -hmm. acceptance right. is very key and important. There are people that God has given them greatness to do exploit. But the question is, do they accept it? Or possibly they want to run their own thing, their own ideology, their own conviction. That's good. When you miss out from the will of God, you're going to suffer in life. Amen. So I believe 
that my call is because of time, I will tell you a lot that God has took me through. It come to a point, I, 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 I said, look, I'm not going to do this anymore. I said, I want to let me go and pursue some other things because I find it like, oh, doing this all the time, doing this all the time, and nothing is forthcoming. Let me, for example, let's say financial stability, okay? Financial stability. And I don't know that God was taking me through a test and the enemy was also working in my mind yeah, for me that's what because he does. He, the enemy knows how great I am and how useful I am a tool that God will use to populate his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I may not go into detail much, He's but to cut, the long story short, to cut the long story short, I had a phase of where I shifted my attention from gospel and I started pursuing other things. And God made everything that I've labeled, everything that I put my attention, God scattered it. Wow. Remember what happened to Jonah? Mm-hmm. When God said, this is what I want you to do. He said, no, I can't go to Nineveh and preach. God showed him that he is interested in him. And he, he, he has no choice. You know, yeah. There, there, yeah. there will be a time that even if you like it or not, whether you like it or not, <laughs> God must compel you to do what he wants you to do. Yes, wow. he That's true. <laughs> so somebody will say, oh, why will God punish somebody? Because somebody say, no, when God is interested in you as a prophet, you didn't bring that to this world. He brought you to this world. And yeah. he has the uh, he has the liberty, he has the freedom to do whatever he wishes to do with your life. Mm-hmm. And however he wants. And he will do that, whatever yeah. he wishes to do with your life. Yeah. Oh my God. If God says today, I want the whole world to disappear, I want everybody in the world to die, it's going to happen. It's a spoken word, just like in the book of Genesis, how God created the heaven and the earth. It was word. And everything was happening. Mm. And so I had that taste of journey where I had to shift my interest, you know, to begin to chase other things. And God scattered it. Say, come back to where I want you to be. Mm. And so it is a call for me. Yeah. I cannot change it. Yeah. That is why I, I said something to you. I said, the day I change it, I better die because I'm, I'm not going to be useful. No. You sold out. Mm-hmm. I'm sold mm-hmm. out. And my mind is made up. Yeah. Other people are pushing other things in the world. Me, I am, my investment is in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. My investment. That's, that's an awesome question. Mm-hmm. Is in the kingdom of God. Where God will be giving me my crown of glory. Oh my goodness. I am seeing it sometimes in my imagination. Yeah. I see how my crown is in my imagination. Sometimes in my vision, sometimes in my dream. And not for your good works, but for God's will, right? God's will, yes. God's will should be, you know, God knows what we don't know. God knows the best for us. So sometimes I don't pray and say, Father, this thing, please, I need it. You must give it to me. No. Yeah. Father, let your will be done. What you know it is best for me, give it to me. What you know it, uh, it, it's, it's not for my good, don't give it to me. No matter how I cherish it, no matter how I desire it. Yeah. Jeremiah 29 and 11. 
for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. And it's for you to have an expected end. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. That, that is awesome. And you know, this last question here, it says, you, you have talked about the gifts that God has given us. And we would like to know what are the gifts that given you to help you along your journey, Apostle? My gifts, uh, they are quite, well, I'm discovering more. You have the gift of, <laughs> you have the gift of preaching, that's for sure. Yes, and the gift yes. of influence. As I keep moving in life, I keep discovering more. Let me say this. One of the gifts that God has given me first and foremost in my life that I've realized is patience. Ooh, that's good. It's also a gift. Yeah. I have, God yeah. has given me the patience to listen to people. And I realized lately, you know, in the early age that people can actually confide in me. People, there's this free spirit that God has given me that is very easy for someone to share their burden with me. It has to do with spirit. It's not because you're a counselor. You can be the best counselor in the whole world, but people will still not finding you suitable for them to share their problems with you. But when you operate, if it is a God's qualification for you, you will see people opening up to you freely. You don't stress. You don't struggle. I have that gift. God has given me that gift. And you can activate that without patience. So true. You can't activate that without patience because you need patience to listen to people. You need patience to help people. You need patience to stand with people. Today in the world, we have so many people that hardly they identify with you when you're going through any challenging moment. People are very easy to identify with success, but they are not ready to identify with process. That's it. And so God has blessed me with patience and life with people to be able to help them, to listen to them. And another gift that God has given to me is the kingdom heart, kingdom heart for service. Mm. Kingdom heart for service. Not everybody that talks about kingdom, 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 they actually have kingdom heart. That you will be selfless. You just want to see the next person succeed. That's a different heart. You just want heart. to see the other person succeed. That's a different kind of heart. Because like you said, it's a selfless heart. Yes. And through that, God has helped me. Even in fact, this is actually what I'm living now. I, I support, by the grace of God, I support over 50 female ministers, their ministries. I work directly and indirectly with their ministries. Mm. You know? Because you need a kingdom heart to be able to do this. Yes. Nobody is paying me anything. Nobody is paying me. I didn't say pay me anything. You have but nothing in it for you. Love. Except yes. for God. I am not doing it for them. I am doing it for the kingdom of God. That is my heart condition. Wow. That is my motive. We need to come to a point where we need to condition our heart. That we are doing things for God and not for yeah. the people. Because let me tell you the truth. Human beings have their errors, have their mistakes, uh, have their yeah. imperfection. Yeah. The person you're really killing yourself to do some stuff for them, they yeah. can piss you off. 
yeah, and you yeah, can quickly yeah. say, look, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. You're too toxic. I can't yeah. play with you. You're toxic. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but when you I have know. condition, <laughs> it's rest upon God that you are doing this for God and not for the person, you can right. sustain yourself. Yeah, because, because people sir, can be ungrateful. No matter what you're doing for them, they're like, yes. what else you got? Yes. <laughs> and oh, the complicity of, of personality that you have to deal with. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> telling you the truth. For the past two years now that I'm working with women, it's a very challenging situation. It's, well, yeah, it's, it's because very, it's very we, we could change on a dime. Our personalities, you know, a mood, we could be happy one minute, sad the next. <laughs> yeah, let, we let moody. Me, let, let, let me share something with you. There's a day I do, I, there's a lot of them, but I just want to, I'm just interested in picking this one out. I just wake up one morning and I called, I placed the Holy Spirit said, oh, reach out to this woman of God, check on her. And I called her. Immediately I call her. She said, yes. How are you? I said, fine. She began to insult me. She began to rain <laughs> cautious on me. Oh my God, you're stupid. You're this, you're that. Eh? You're this, you're that, you're this and that. I say, calm down. Ordinarily, you know, I should be offended. I, I should be upset and drop the call immediately because, but I didn't. Yeah, you're being verbally abused. Yes. <laughs> I, I said, look, this woman, she's going through something and I have yeah. to be patient. I said, what is it? This is not you. What happened? Yeah. She started telling me a whole bunch of stories. You know, women, they are so detailed sometimes. She began to <laughs> yeah. tell me, yes, yeah, she began to tell me a lot, a lot that has happened in the evening. And you know, she's a single, she's a single sister, single mother, let me say, because, and, uh, you know, she has to go through uh, struggling with pressure, mental stress, and this and that, and trauma, and so many things. You know, it There's takes understanding on for you. It takes understanding for for one to understand that look in this situation this person need help you don't need to reject her you need to stand with her you know stand with her if if need be be a family to her you know the bible says my family jesus said my family are those who do the will of the father you know but today in our world we see people who time family as oh when you share the same blood you share but for me as a kingdom heart a kingdom-minded person, I see family from the perspective of kingdom of God. Right. I see family, that is why I'm able, I have so many sisters, to be honest with you, that are even better than my own blood brothers or blood sisters. My yeah. God, come on yeah. now. Yeah. I'm confidently come. saying this. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Yeah. Jesus said, my family are those who do the will of the Father. That is to say, my beloved sister China, if you are doing the will of God, if you are doing the will of God, you are my sister. I need to love you with every drop of blood in my life. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? It's not about color. It's not about skin. It's not about our races. Mm -hmm. But it's no. about we having one creator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's and so, so true. So what happened? After she said what she had said, I had to listen to her. I had to plead with her. She narrated everything that has happened. And when she was done, she told me, oh, Gideon, thank you so much for listening to me. Thank you so much. I just needed somebody who will listen to me. I just needed just one person who will just listen to all of my garbage. Mm -hmm. You know? And she unwind herself. Mm -hmm. 
everything that has piled up inside her heart, she poured it on me. Yeah, she needed to vent. So re- yes, and I received them. Mm-hmm. I received them. Wow. And when I received them, I kept them somewhere. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So God has given me numerous gifts of which some I'm still discovering more and more in my journey and my work with Christ. I'm discovering them. But I know God has given me the, 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 the gift of patience, the gift of helping others to succeed. Sometimes if I tell you my story, I'm, I'm a victim of being used in so many things. <laughs> you know, but I count it all joy that I was offering a service unto God. It's also the same time a school, a process for me that shaped me properly in, in my journey of God's work. You know, so, and um, the gifts are there and I keep, you know, putting them into use. And um, God has been taking all the glory, not me. God has been taking the glory, not me. Yeah. I don't do anything to take glory for anything. I do everything. I want God to take glory. I don't want to take glory of anything. No. Yeah. 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 Well, mm-hmm. my story is God has done so much for me. The least I can do is try to get other Christ followers and other believers to come to God. I mean, that's that's how I try to pay him back, you know, because he's done so much. You know, I, I could never repay him for, for mm-hmm. everything that he's done for me. We are out of time. But Pastor Daniels, you have got to come back because you are doing amazing, incredible, unbelievable, fantastic things. And I want to see what else you're doing. Um, So please come back to us and let us know what else you're doing. And I want to thank you for being here. I really do. God bless you. I'm humble. God bless you. And Apostle, what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, your scripture is Matthew, comes from Matthew 15, says, let your light shine so that the Mm. people may see your work and that he may be glorified. Yes. And you are shining, Apostle. You are shining. You certainly encourage me along with our listening audience. I, I am encouraged to move on, to keep pushing, and to go deeper. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I want to. I want to use this time, uh, just within one minute, to say my remarks. I want to use this time to appreciate my great sister in the Wait, Lord, Apostle. I don't, uh, I don't want to cut you off, but also tell people how they can connect with you in case they have any questions and want to be a mes- minister, whatever. Yeah. When you're done saying what you're about to say, after that, let people know how they can get in contact with you. Okay. I just wanted to put that out there for you. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. So, I want to use this time to appreciate my beloved sister uh, in the Lord. She's a chosen generation. To China, God bless you for all you're doing for the kingdom of God. You're strategically positioned in a season like this to do the will of God. And I know your oil, your grace will never cease to work in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray God will continue to elevate you to where you ought to be. Where God has positioned for you, nobody can stop you. Nobody Mm. can change your identity. What Christ has paid for you, not just for me alone. He has paid so much for everybody. 
And every one of us will live to unveil, you know, the beauty of what Christ has paid for. And so I pray God will continue to elevate you. God will give you good health. We also need good health to do more for the kingdom of God. Pray good health. We continue to stand with you. We continue to work for your good in the name of Jesus. I want to also extend my heartfelt appreciation to my beloved sister, Dr. B. I have one of my sister in Dallas, Texas. She's by name Dr. Sheila Benton. She's also, uh, you know her? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wow! She's my great sister. When you just go mention, just say Gideon Daniel. She, oh, she, yeah. she's my great sister. Oh, yeah. So, so, Dr. Sheila Bunton, Dr. B. She's in Dallas, Texas, and she's also one of my good sisters. And I'm so happy to also meet another Dr. B. Here, yes. I'm so happy to connect with you today. You know, the internet is a place where God has. Uh, I don't believe that the devil has created technology. For his own advancement god it is god that put this knowledge in man you know so devil has not created anything have, have you heard in scripture where it says oh so satan created man in his own image it's a lie it doesn't exist anywhere it is mm-hmm. god that created man satan mm-hmm. is just leveraging on what god has created he is out to destroy and he is still leveraging on it for his own expansion and so god has brought technology to us and and i'm so happy we are connected i believe that god will continue to use us use you dr b use you china to do greater works for the kingdom of god unstoppable every one of us we are unstoppable the devil cannot stop us in the name of jesus so with jesus joy to all our viewers please if you want to connect with me i have let me see the three social media handles that i have i know in linkedin in linkedin i bear apostle gideon daniel in LinkedIn, I be Apostle Gideon Daniel. Why on Facebook, I be Gideon Daniel. Then I have another social media handle, which I dedicated because I'm also a social media evangelist. So I have a handle called the Social Media Evangelist. So when mm. you go to Facebook, just type it. You will see me. All I do, I preach the gospel also using the social media and doing a lot for the sake of the gospel. And so the, my ministry, which God has given to me, is my baby. I love this baby so much, which is called the Kingdom Women in Ministry Gospel International. Nobody can take that baby away from me. It is my baby. I need to, to continue to, to do the will of God through the platform of this baby to encourage more women, to support more women, to pray for them to succeed in their various assignments, their ministries, their nonprofit organization. Yeah, whatever assignment that God has given to them, as long as it is tied to soul winning, because my burning passion is soul winning. Nobody can take that away from me. Our primary objective as ministers of God is to win souls for the kingdom. Anything outside this is not God's agenda, because Satan is not after us winning souls for God. He is after us winning souls for him. And so our primary objective as go as as fishers of men every one of us must be fishers of men in your office wherever you find yourself love people don't be judgmental that is why i don't like people who see people and begin to judge them no you can't do the work of god when you start you can't go far in 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 god's work when you're judging people because the bible says receive them the way they are receive them even jesus christ did not came for the saved he didn't die for the saved he 
He died for those unsaved. And so how much more we, we need to live by that principle to understand Amen. that love conquers every evil. Yeah. God loves the world. Despite the fact God knew that we are all sinners. God does not, God didn't love the sin that we are committing, but he loves us to be safe. It is the unadulterated love for us to be safe that he gave us Jesus Christ. And so we have to translate that to people's life. We are loving them to be safe. And so receive people the way they are, receive them the way they come, and allow the Holy Spirit to do his job. You can't do your job and do the job of the Holy Spirit. You cannot change anybody. It's the Holy Spirit that will do that. The best we can do is to preach the gospel and tell the Holy Spirit, Father, finish the rest of the job in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah thank you so much thank you wow that was a great show i hope you guys enjoyed that and i want to say thank you i was lost and you found me i was dead inside and you breathed into me and you brought these bones God, you stood with open arms.